you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer this is affordable interior design the podcast here's your host betsy hellman hello everyone if you're watching this on youtube you probably see glimmers of tears in my eyes this is one of my last recordings in my last house This beautiful house in Westchester that my family and I imagined would be our forever home is no longer ours in three days. Ugh, that hurts. That hurts to say I'm going to miss so much about it, including this lovely panorama. When I talk to you guys, I'm looking out over the Hudson Valley. I've got a beautiful view of the Hudson River. I can see the whole sky. Not 10 minutes ago, it was filled with lightning bolts. And in a few hours, there'll be the most beautiful sunset. And I sure I'm going to miss this place. You know, as you start leaving, I don't know if this happens to you, but you start remembering the good things. It's kind of like a breakup, right? We're going back to my house as relationship analogy. Uh, This is a big breakup with somebody I thought was my forever. And now I'm getting married to somebody amazing in Connecticut. And I'm really excited about that. But uh, I'm starting to reappreciate all the things I took for granted. And sure, I'm going to miss this place. Well, in order to distract myself from the sadness, I'm going to dig into the mailbag and answer your question. So here we go. The first question comes from Dina. Dina is writing all the way from Los Angeles and she says, hi, Betsy. I love your show. I'm hoping that you can help me with my living room design. My home is what I believe to be a pretty standard Southern California style house built around 2007 to 2009 with very little, if anything, in the way of architectural details. It's pretty much builder grade. I would like to renovate this whole house, starting with the bathrooms, the kitchen, and then the flooring. But I am not very good at this two-word design phrase. I believe I'm aiming for something that's organic, modern, clean, streamlined, updated, yet hygge, natural, cozy, and most of all, easy. Something relaxing, unfussy, but still contemporary and sleek. Overall, I'm envisioning the white oak look with flooring throughout the house and a combination of white and wood look cabinetry in the kitchen. I want a similar light wood and white color palette in the master bathroom. I've attached some inspiration pictures for the kitchen, dining, and living room, as well as the floor plan for that level. 
And guys, everything that Dina has attached will be available in the YouTube video of this episode. So head over to our YouTube channel, Affordable Interior Design, to see these pictures that I'll be describing. Dina continues. My question is about the long wall that is shared by the living and dining room, marked by a red box on the layout. This wall has one window that's in the dining room, then an awkward fireplace with a TV above it, and then the floor plan shows a window, but that's not there anymore. Now it's a bar. And is it better to hide the TV? I thought it would look cool to paint this entire wall black. I would do a new black fireplace around, a bar with an antiqued mirrored backsplash to the right, and black trim on the dining wall to the left, flanking the window. I was also thinking of doing gray grass cloth wallpaper on the wall between the dining room and the pantry powder room. Is this dark, moody wall going to be too much for this organic, modern style? I'm going for in the rest of the house this light, airy look. Will it fit? This space is already somewhat dark because there's only one window in the dining room and the glass doors to the balcony at the far end don't let in much light. However, we're mostly only here in the evening anyway. It's usually dark outside. Does all of this go together? Will the space look disjointed? I've attached some current as-is pictures, but as you can see, I want to change everything including the furniture and the lighting. I want to hear all your critiques. Thanks so much for your podcast, Dina. All right, Dina. Yes, this is going to be a really big change for you. I can see here in the pictures that you've attached the bar, right, that is currently painted gray and the fireplace around that is currently like this marble effect with a dark wood mantle and the TV above it, then sort of mirroring the bar on the other side of the fireplace is a similarly wide window. Uh, in terms of your inspiration pictures, they're very glam with lots of gold and dark wood cabinetry, marble countertop. And then your kitchen inspiration is more Scandinavian earthy, light, open, airy. I think that right now with the inspiration pieces I'm seeing and the current look of the space, that these two styles or two ideas, the dark, moody, black, gray, etc., mixed with the light wood and the white, for me, it is incongruous. For me, it's not flowing. And I do think that you have different ideas that are going to look too disparate. What I would recommend is incorporating strong elements of black in those areas where you're focusing on the huga, the Scandinavian cozy, comfy, light, white. So when you're thinking about your metal finishes, maybe you go with those black metals, those kinds of wrought irons. Maybe you incorporate some strong elements of black and say a table base that would be very prominent or dining chairs that would be all black or, you know, maybe your chandelier is black metal. So that way, kind of flipping the script and making the space that's adjacent to it darker makes sense. But then you know, one thing I want to caution you against is right now this bar looks very kitcheny. The cabinets are detailed in such a way that they're quite transitional with the paneling, and the fireplace is uber sleek, contemporary, clean lines. 
For me, they're really disjointed, and I hope that you're going to reface these cabinets. I hope that you're going to do something to give them that clean look that I've been seeing in your inspiration pictures. Because I do feel like as we're panning through your pictures and going into that dining space, that you're continuing that contemporary look and the transitional vibe that's coming from the bar is just not working for me. The other thing that's not working for me is that this area is separated into three zones. And I think that's very tricky. Just going to put that out there. I myself, moving into my new space, have this really long living room. Like by really long, I mean 40 feet long by only 16 feet deep. It's kind of ridiculous. And I'm at a little bit of a loss. And organically, it's broken into three. And I feel like your space is organically broken into three too. You have this dining area. And then as you continue into the room from the kitchen, you start to approach the living area. Oh gosh, you hear that thunder? And then as you go down closer to the sliding door, there's another zone that's just not being used at all. I don't see any furniture over there. I see a lot of just blank hardwood, whereas the other central zone was defined by a rug. So I'm concerned that basically a third of the room is being completely ignored and abandoned. You've got two light and bright spots on either end, the light and bright spot from the sliders and all the beautiful windows around the staircase. And then on the other side, the light that's coming from the white chairs, the light colored paint, the light colored buffet in the dining area. And in the middle is the black hole where we have the dark gray sofa. We have the big black TV and we're going to have the very dark bar cabinet. I'm just not down with what's happening here. We need to distribute the light and dark in equal amounts throughout the space. And then I also feel like, I mean, not that you asked, but I'm going to get into it. You told me to critique as I wanted. Something that's missing for me in both your inspiration pictures and in the existing space is color. There is just no color in here. Now, by color, I'm talking Roy G. Bibb. And yes, rainbows are on my mind because there's all this rain outside, but I have a feeling there's going to be a rainbow momentarily. And I always like to see a little bit of a rainbow in your space. Can we incorporate a color? Right now, everything is gray, white, dark brown. That's it. There may be blue in the rug. I can't really tell from these pictures, but that is not going to be enough. My idea was maybe getting a new rug that is much larger. So it goes closer to the fireplace hearth, but also starts to incorporate that third zone over by the slider, making this one large area versus three small disjointed areas. Then if on that one side over by the sectional by the sliders, you have that much bigger rug, you can have a couple of chairs. Now, maybe those chairs are swivel so that sometimes when I'm entertaining, the people can be watching TV or talking to me as I mix a cocktail in that central area that has the bar. But then if they want to look at the beautiful view at the slider or if they want to watch me cook on the grill, they can just swivel around to take in that panorama or to grab a shish kebab while I'm cooking. 
I really think extending this living space and not using that partial wall that divides the staircase from the bar as an architectural divider, I think will make this space look much more grand, much more interesting, and give you opportunities for those splashes of color. Those swivel chairs you could put in a color. We definitely need something above the sectional on that large wall opposite the fireplace. We're looking for that inspiration piece, right? Either a big piece of art, the new rug, something that's going to give us the color palette for the entire space, right? The current three zones that are eventually going to become two zones. We need that to guide us and also to make this very large space feel cohesive. Because if I see the same colors kind of dosed around the room based on this big central painting, the whole space is going to make visual sense and be much more compelling. I also see the struggle with the two-word phrase, right? Because we do have glam elements. I'm seeing the glam elements in your inspiration pictures for the bar, as I outlined earlier, but I'm also seeing glam elements in the silver nail heads on the tufted sofa. I'm seeing it in the tapered legs on the buffet. I do think that gray and white lend themselves towards glam. So that might ultimately be your style question mark. And then you need that feeling word. And, you know, maybe this is just an idea, right? Because as you've heard me say many times before on my show, the two word phrase has to come from you intrinsically. You have to feel it strongly, not your designer, not your friend, not your partner. You have to feel it. But I'm feeling based on your email and this imagery, kind of a glam hygge right? Where we're incorporating that Scandinavian cozy with the light woods, the chunky blankets, the um, baskets, the natural vibe that we just want to cuddle up and have a warm cuppa cuppa, right? With these nail heads and chrome light fixture above the dining table. I think that's what's going to most easily come together for you with the existing pieces. I also want to tell you that I think the wall with the fireplace, the bar on one side, the buffet and window on the other side is getting a little too busy because the buffet is partially blocking the window. And then the buffet is flanked by two separate wine fridges and it's just a lot. So I think what you've got here is a lot of visual clutter. And by reducing and enlarging the things you do have, like the rug, I think that you'll make sort of a more interesting space that when I'm seated on the section, I won't just be looking at a wall of back-to-back stuff. All right, this is a lot of ideas. And I must say that the inside of my head right now, if you were to like open it up and look at my brain, it's just filled with boxes. I have a hundred boxes behind me, behind this French door over here. And that is my brain. So if I hopped around the place right now, know that in my life, I am hopping around. I'm trying to run a design firm, trying to podcast, trying to pack, trying to manage my children who do not have camp today, trying to keep my chihuahua from like freaking out because where's his favorite place to sleep? What's going on? Nobody's taking me potty yet because everyone's packing. Why? That is what's happening inside. But I did not want to neglect you, Dina. I wanted to answer your question. And I also want to get to my next question. 
And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. Allison from Medford is writing in and she says, hi, Betsy, I just built myself and my family our forever home. Everything came out perfect, except for one detail. We made a last minute call to switch the swing of our bedroom door that's on an angled wall. Because of this, we now can't center the bed between our two windows without hitting the bed with the door. Are there ways to decorate this space to trick my eye into looking like our bed is in the center? Any other ideas on decorating our bedroom? It's a blank slate and I'm open to any ideas that you may have. All right. Yes, I see the problem. And if you go to our YouTube channel, everyone, you can see the problem. So because of the way you did mount your door, the swing is preventing you from centering the bed between the windows, which is opposite the door. And I think that's a huge problem. I think it looks really weird. And sometimes this is a Dr. Philism. This is not a Betsyism. This is a Dr. Philism. Sometimes we make the right decision. And sometimes we make the decision right. I think the only way to make this decision right, oh, I don't know. Oh, because I just realized something. Okay, I have a better way to make the decision right. I was like, maybe we just change the door, flip the swing. But I can see here that the angled wall stops right after the door frame, meaning that then it becomes a straight wall, meaning that the door swing would be a little complicated if it went the other way. Additionally, now you have a TV there and you have a dresser there. So it's just going to complicate things for sure. My other idea, again, this is making the decision right. And I know that this is going to be a little bit tough, but I think it's going to be transformative. If this is your forever home, I would remove this door completely and I would turn it into a pocket door. You're saying, Betsy, that's going to involve more construction. But I did read earlier in your form, Allison, you wrote, I'm primarily a general contractor, but also get involved whenever I can. General contractor, Allison, you can do this. You and your team can do this, and it's going to change your life. You made a bad decision. Now we have to fix it. If this door can't swing out into the hallway, which is typically not ideal, then we need to make this a pocket door. And that angled wall looks like it has enough space inside it to accommodate a pocket door, and that will fix everything. Additionally, it'll give you another wall opposite the bed where you can have some beautiful artwork. You can center this bed. I've solved all your problems. 
Allison, if only my problems were this easy to solve. This moving is just really tough. And then I have three and a half weeks of no space with my family and my dog. So we're just going to be wandering around like vagabonds trying to find a spot that will accommodate a dog, not be too hot, have fun, family-friendly activities for my kids. I mean, it was hard to think this one through because I also can't be far from home, home base, because I have a lot of clients that I have to see and help and, uh, you know, go to their house and ideally not have my dog in a carrier in the corner. So uh, trying to make it all work. We've all got problems, but Allison... I wish all my problems could be solved with one pocket door. All right, everyone. I hope you're having a fabulous summer. I hope that your problems can be solved with pocket doors or something even easier. How about just a margarita by the pool? Thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you next time. Bye. You've asked for it and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.